Welcome to another episode of TBI Talks Tech. Eric Hill, sales trainer back and along with me is Dave Polakowski, operations trainer here at TBI. And today we have a very special guest. It is the first guest that we've had that is actually a partner of TBI. Um, so we are glad to welcome manager of cloud solutions at CMS Communications, Dan Bowers. Dan, how you doing? I'm good. Thank you guys very much for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for taking some time. So uh, CMS, longstanding partner of TBI, a lot of good stories to tell. But for everyone out there, just solution product-wise, where was CMS founded? Where did you guys grow up? So CMS was started in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. That's where we're headquartered. And uh, we started in 1985. That's, you know, that's where we started uh, selling uh, piece parts and, and, uh, and all that. So headsets, desktop phones, repairs, IT hardware, things of that nature. And through the years, we've been on-prem uh, installers of uh, NEC, Unify, uh, Mitel, Shortel, and uh, mm-hmm. we have locations all across the nation for those. And then as well, uh, about seven years ago, we made our foray, if you will, into the cloud world, selling, uh, you know, agnostically selling uh, all the different providers out there like RingCentral, Mitel, Vonage, 8x8, so on and so forth. You guys sure. know. Sure. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. All those providers, all our, our partners and agents are familiar with. So seven years ago, you made that that pivot. It was you who led that charge and built the practice though, right? Yeah. Well, what happened was, so we were a Shortel on-premise installer and Shortel came out with uh, Shortel Sky. Uh, one of our first cloud uh, solutions. And so I actually started uh, trying to push and sell Shortel Sky. We kept getting beat out by these no-name people um, like Ring Central and 8x8s. <laughs> and, uh, bunch, of so, random, bunch of randoms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I just decided, you know what? I'm not going to try to beat you guys. I'm going to try to join you. And I did, and I never regretted it. <laughs> yeah, I, I think most people who team with 8x8, Ring Central, you know, some of those now uh, – Household names that uh, most don't regret it. They're pretty easy to sell with. Right. I mean, they, they have teams that are like our channel managers are really engaging. Um, mm-hmm. And so they, they jump on. Hey, have you heard about this? Hey, Dan, let's talk to a customer together, blah, blah, blah. Like, so they really kind of got us started on the initial um, uh, really well, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Um, they built up that relationship and got us to understand exactly what it is they are coming from an on-prem world. We're like, well, where's, where's the equipment go? Where do we mm-hmm. put it? What closet? <laughs> they said, you right. don't. We host it. And I was like, oh, right. okay, well. <laughs> well, and it's like kind of a mentality switch there almost from like, you know, the on-prem, the, the physical stuff to the, oh, the cloud. It's almost like a, you know, a concept kind of thing. But, um, you know, so seven years ago, you make this pivot. What are um, some of the easiest parts or probably more accurately, the more challenging parts that were involved, I guess, in that switch? I guess some of the more challenging parts were convincing the world, <laughs> if you will, or the nation, <laughs> our clients that uh, they don't have to have uh, on-prem equipment that they have to maintain or manage. You know, a lot of them thought, well, I'm not going to have a job if I don't, if I'm not that person. Right. And that, you know, that simply wasn't the case. Um, what, what I did was say, you know, your IT team, you know, what you do, they're not separate anymore. Combine yourselves and you, you handle the administration, the ads, moves, changes. I'm just going to make it easier for you so that you can in, increase your productivity mm-hmm. and spend your time doing things that are more important. Yeah, more about educating them that, hey, you know, any, any service provider like this that's going to host a solution, it's more about enabling you to focus on strategic projects and you don't have to get involved in the rote day-to-day, you know, cyclical tasks that are just going to be time sucks. And like seven years, you know, convincing the world to move to hosted, right? 
uh, how have the objections changed over the last seven years? Are you still getting those customers who feel like cloud isn't for them and they want their equipment on premise? Is it a, is it a mix or how have objections that you and your sales team have been, have been facing evolved? You know, everybody has a good understanding of what a cloud solution is now, what a UCAS, CCAS, all that is. Um, but now it's more of a question of, um, well, are you going to integrate to our very specific needs or are you going to match the price of this other guy that said it was going to be nine ninety nine per, you know, whatever? Sure. And, uh, you know, to those nine ninety niners, I like I always like to say, uh, you know, that's you know, those are the most nines you're going to get out of the service. <laughs> three nines. So <laughs> you get, you that, get what you pay for. Yeah, that generally seems to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, still, still seems like it's about about education, right? And uh, just making sure that we're focused on on business outcomes, and you know, going from there versus leading with any one certain provider. Like as as you built that practice, so and move from like the on-premise equipment and the hardware sales, was there any any pain points like moving from, from more of an upfront model to, to more of the residual model on the hosted and UC stuff? Um, internally, I can tell you that uh, our company still provides um, equipment. Um, sure, whole, yeah. That, that is still our core. Um, and we haven't completely switched to the uh, pure cloud model, I guess you could say, of selling that. So um, we are uh, still transitioning, if you will, um, into a full cloud company. The transition there is more or less like, okay, as this is dwindling, let's keep building up the other one so that, you know, as, as the market has told, as Gartner has even said, you know, by 2021 or 22, 80% mm -hmm. of all IT purchases are going to be in cloud-based, you know, solutions. Mm -hmm. So we're following that model, but we're not just following, we actually saw it happening and we said, okay, we got to, you know, this is going to happen. And then all of a sudden it is happening. And then pandemic, oh crap, yeah. let's make it even, <laughs> let's push it even harder, you know? So it's really something that uh, we're still transitioning to now, but it's working. Because we found that we can now provide things like, okay, you have a cloud solution that you're moving to and you want to go a club, what are you going to do with some of your analog lines? Uh, you need headsets. You need probably a mass notification system. Or what about your remote workforce? Well, we can provide you with a QoS for the home uh, device that we put on your home, you know, system to make uh, make that work better for you. So it's a little transition all across the board, but it's moving. I, th I think that's good for our agents to hear as well, because, you know, so many will, will come to us. And how do I build a UCAS or how do I build a CCAS practice? And they'll want to make that pivot and that change overnight. And it's, it's not going to happen like that. It's more of a crawl, walk, run. It's got to be a gradual change that's going to happen over a period of, of years, you know, seven, 10 years, even, you know, in your case, right? Well, and one of the things, you know, I just recently was on the phone with another, um, with a competitor of ours and in another region. Um, and they were wondering how to transition from their on-prem model to a cloud model. And what I told them, I said, look, you have to build it up yourself first. You have to find those leads. You have to prospect, find people that are wanting it, grow that to where then you can then hire someone else and mm -hmm. then they can start growing and just build it on a snowball method. And, and then of course I also said, it's going to be need to be you as the salesperson and then get an engineer, get mm -hmm. someone that can yeah. talk intelligently about it so that they can help you sell. Otherwise you're just demagoguery. 
is all sure. it is. Hey, so Dan, you know, one thing we talked about, or at least that came up last time that I thought was interesting, was that you, you guys are kind of set up with what uh, we would consider kind of like a somewhat sophisticated lead gen team. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. We have a couple varying levels, but every, every person at CMS, every rep in our cloud division is responsible for kind of lead generation and development, right? I mean, that's how it always should be. Even at the highest levels, you know, where I'm at, that's, mm-hmm. you have to lead generate. So we have uh, business development representatives um, that, and lead generators that are going, they're, they're responding to our email campaigns. That's one of the areas that we hit because um, we have a large database from our clientele from the past. Um, but then we also like to do a lot of LinkedIn marketing, you know, responding on LinkedIn, um, connecting with new people saying, hey, do you have any cloud needs? I found that LinkedIn and social media is more or less the new email. And so we're using that to our advantage, but we're also using that to say, you know, once we do connect with somebody, they are interested, then we say, hey, we have a webinar coming up. I'd love to invite you to this. And then those webinars are actually more powerful than anything else I've ever seen. It's just an hour of your time. A lot of times they will send you a, a couple cans of beer and a, and a beef brisket. <laughs> and, hey, and, uh, yeah, and there's prizes, but you're not only there, you're also learning about the product. And afterwards we follow up and say, hey, what did you think? Do you know, is this something for you? Ten, you know, nine times out of 10, I, I get at least two to three leads out of that that turn. Sure, and, and you mentioned selling through LinkedIn, right? We're all on LinkedIn, we all, prospect or try to prospect via LinkedIn and we try to sell socially. I don't think many people sell socially well. You know, it's it's tough to sell socially on LinkedIn and make it feel organic to where it's not just boilerplate messages. Like talk to us a little bit about what selling socially means in our industry and, and what it means to you personally. So before I was the uh, manager of cloud solutions, I was uh, I was the head of marketing at CMS. So I had this whole huge social media campaign, you know, you know, that I was going to bring out. And they said, you know what? I, I don't think we're ever going to get a sale from a from a post. So why don't you concentrate on, you know, cloud solutions? And so I did. And guess what? I made it work. And now they're bringing me back and saying, hey, can we do that marketing again? Because that's, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's that. <laughs> and so now, though, I mean, we're in a world where everybody is hit on social media, whether it be, you know, it's no longer, I mean, robocalls are still around, don't get me wrong, but it's, it, it's almost like robocalls for messages, you know, on LinkedIn or Twitter or, you know, even Instagram and TikTok are starting to get into that market now. Mm. But the strategy that I use is this. Um, I go on LinkedIn, I filter out a geographical area or a size, um, and then I filter into a technology director or CTO or something like that. And then I simply look at, you know, their website, a look at their company. I pick one, just pick mm-hmm. anything, anyone, doesn't matter. Look at their website, do your research and see, you know, if they have any needs coming up, see if they just got CARES Act funding and then respond to them organically and genuinely and say, hey, I was looking for leads for, you know, I was looking, you know, we sell cloud phone systems. So looking to see if you guys were interested. I saw recently you guys got a big technology bump from you know this act, or you guys are looking for a video conferencing system. Figured I'd reach out, say hi, see if there's anything I can help with. I'm an agnostic provider. My goal is to help you eliminate mm-hmm. cost and increase your functionality. Do you have time to talk? 
making it relevant to their world, right? And I think one thing that we've talked about this week during our internal CM summit, it's like, you know, everybody's got prospects. They're prospected not only by you, but all your competition. Everybody's getting inundated by all these messages, right? So it's really about initially during that prospecting phase, I think about providing value without expecting anything in return, right? It's just demonstrating that you're a resource. You can offer value. You're not really expecting it necessarily a sale or a conversation, but it could be something as simple as, hey, I saw this article. I thought you might find this relevant. Actually, I have two things to say about that. Um, number one is whenever I'm talking to somebody and I'm even working through a project with them, you know, I'm an agnostic provider. So I just say, hey, look, if you go with one of my guys, great. I'll be with you for the, you know, I'm your partner. I'm not a broker. I don't set you up with someone to leave you. I'm not a consultant. Yeah. I don't work with you on a project and leave you. I'm your partner. I'm here for the long run. I'm checking in. I'm your secondary support for escalations and all this. But what I always tell them is great. If you go with one of my guys, awesome. They'll pay me on the back ends, whatever. I'm free to you. But if you don't go with one of my guys, not a problem. Hopefully you'll have liked my process well enough to where you'll want to use me again in the future. Or mm -hmm. maybe you'll refer me to someone that is looking. You know, we have lots of different products. We have <laughs> headsets, desk phones, SD-WAN, IT hardware, whatever. Maybe you'll want to work with me again. And mm -hmm. so I always want to leave a client knowing that I'm just a free asset and I'm here for them for whatever they need. I actually had somebody, and then the second part, sorry if I'm babbling, tell no, me. No, no. Uh, <laughs> my wife says I talk too much. Um, so, <laughs> so I actually had somebody today, a current client of mine on uh, one of, uh, I'll just go ahead and say it, they were on Ring Central, and they're happy, everything's fine, but they actually started, they found out about Zoom phone. Okay, so Zoom is not just doing video conferencing anymore, they have a phone system. And so they asked me, I said, hey Dan, we're thinking about Zoom phone, you know, what that means for us. Do you have any thoughts or insights? We've been talking to the guy and I just sent him some honest feedback. I said, you know what, this might be to my detriment. It might be fine, but I'm gonna tell you an honest answer. I'm transparent. Zoom is this. And they just came out with Zoom Phone in 2019 at Enterprise Connect. I was there. I saw the release. Um, <laughs> yeah, they still right. had, they're not in their infancy, but they still have some maturing to do. I let him know about that. And I said, here's the article. You know, don't just take my word for it. Here's the information. It's your decision, however you want to go. I'm just here to tell you the pros and cons and to help you make that decision in a more knowledgeable manner. Yeah, and that's like the true being a partner, right? Instead of just a consultant, instead of someone that's just there for one thing, you're actually, you exactly. know, instead of just, hey, here's what I can do for it. It's showing value, giving honest feedback, that sort of thing. And I think that's where you really position yourself for success. And I'll be honest, like a lot of my, a lot of my losses have eventually turned into wins because yes, I lost, but at the end of the day, you know, when they had to give me that call, I said, hey, don't worry about it. Don't don't stress out about telling right. me you don't want to work with me. Right. That's fine. That's business. You know, maybe you'll think of me sometime down the road. And they have. So that's you know, that transparency goes a long way. People see it. Right. And when I, when I was in sales, I wanted a yes or I wanted a no and I wanted to and move on. I'd always come back to the no's, right? That just means no, not right now. But where I couldn't afford to be was you know, kind of in limbo, guessing as to whether or not the client wanted to, to work with me on that particular project. And when it comes to like categorizing leads, right, because of where you guys came from with the on-premise 
database that you have, you know, you're still doing new prospecting today. You guys have a lot of leads. Like, how are you guys categorizing leads to know like who's a good lead, who's a bad lead when you just have so much data at your fingertips? Our inside sales group that is still part of the and and our cloud division, um, to be honest, everybody um, is responsible for, uh, you know, LinkedIn generation, like I said before, but they're also still uh, emailing and making phone calls to our database that we built over the past 35 years. Mm -hmm. So all of these leads, all of these prospects, um, they're being called, they're being emailed. And when we get an email response that comes back and says, hey, this person no longer works here. What? What happened to Dave? So mm-hmm. we're calling right away and said, hey, you know, we've worked with Dave for 10 years. Um, you know, he hasn't bought from us recently, but just wanted to check and see if we could send him something to say, hey, congratulations on your retirement or whatever. And who's the new person that took mm-hmm. his place? And so we're constantly keeping our database up to date. We're not just letting it sit there and then, oh, let's filter out this once every, you know, six months. No, we're Mm -hmm. working it day by day. We're we're national, um, sometimes international, but we handle all sizes, all verticals. With cloud, you can go everywhere. You're not just relegated to one geographical location. So that's one of the, you know, one of the things that we make our mark on is that we can provide the entire world with communication solutions and we're not just going to stop at you know one area we're gonna Mm -hmm. hit as many as we can one other thing that um we mentioned i know previously on our call um was that and i'd be remiss if i didn't mention our uh, our marketing team here at tbi of course um so i've understood yes aren't they great we love them all uh but uh <laughs> um i understand you've leveraged them in the past in what ways i guess have you found success with that if you don't mind i'd like to tell you more recently about how i've how i've been leveraging tbi's marketing team absolutely absolutely um as i told you before uh, my company said hey can you do that marketing again okay <laughs> so here right. i am and so i immediately went I, I went to the tbi marketing team and i said hey guys I'm starting, I'm, I'm doing the social media again. I'm doing the marketing again. I'd like you to take a look at my social media performance, as it were. Give me some tips. Give me some tricks. Tell me what you think, where I'm hitting it. Am I on mark or not? And so they did, and they gave me some of those tips. And so now it's, you know, it, I've seen engagement rise from that, number one. But then number two, I said, you know what? I want to do a marketing campaign, a social media campaign with each individual partner that we work with. How do we do that? How, how do you guys think? What would be the best way to do that? And so we came up with a plan together internally and created this campaign in a box, as it were. And I have already sent it out to, uh, I think, four partners. They've said yes. And really what this is, you guys helped me create for me and the partner, um, the manufacturer, a help me help you situation where they're giving us some marketing funds to promote their company directly. We get leads from that and we all win. We like to say yes. You know what I mean? I think people just have it in their mind that, yeah, we work this way or we leverage (laughs) TBI this way. But when you have ideas that are outside of the box or you want to try something new, like bring us those ideas, we'll we'll work them together. I mean, TBI has really uh, jumped all over any of our creative ideas and just said, here's the power here. Let's boost it with you. Let's let's do this because we all win together. So let's do it. You know? Yeah. 
So I'm very impressed. I've, I always have been. And, you know, that's why you guys are our primary and our number one and only <laughs> master <laughs> agent, you know. So, Do you hear that marketing like team? Hear. Yeah. That, one, that, <laughs> yeah. That, one's for, that one's for the marketing team, yeah. <laughs> They're doing a great job. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, we, we really want to roll up our sleeves, dig in with you wherever you need us to plug in, whether it's operationally, marketing, training, or technical support. And, and we really like to offer best practices, kind of what we see across our base. And I think we've all ridden that, that UC wave for a while. Everybody's been on it. I think most of us can feel pretty secure in continuing to ride the UCAS wave. But what's next for CMS, Dan? Where are you, where are you really focusing your attention in the next, you know, three to five to seven years? As I said before, um, you know, we're still not quite there. We're still in the transition away from on-prem into cloud. But I think that's that that you know, forecasting where I see us growing into in the industry, um, becoming a full, fully functioning cloud reseller, number one. Uh, and then number two, I see us growing a little bit more into some of the peripheral sides of that. There's, you know, we also do contact center platforms. Mm-hmm. So that that's going to be part of that as well. But then outside of that, I mean, you know, there are some additional technologies. QoS is eventually, and SD-WAN is going to be built into one together in the cloud world. And I'm sorry, in the pandemic world that we're in, you know, thermal temperature scanners and easier ways sure. to maintain yeah. remote workforces. I think that's here to stay. So is video conferencing, as, as it were, and the um, kind of the developments and of virtual reality and artificial intelligence. I mean, those are areas that we would... I think move into Microsoft Teams as well. There's no stopping that beast. They're not there quite yet on the telephony side to you know make me feel comfortable. However, it doesn't stop them, and they're going to be the number one telephony solution I think in, in the future, um, and it's all encompassing. So Just we're based on install into- base alone, right? Number of users and- they've got, number of users install. It's one company for all these products. You know, that's where I kind of see us growing um, as it comes to, you know, the marketing side and getting more people on board. I, I, I think maybe we'll start some type of a, uh, um, you know, a vlog series and all of that. And, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> getting a bit more into that, into that, maybe becoming social media influencers, you know, for the cloud. I don't know. We'll sure. see. So, yeah. Well, you don't you do a podcast, too? Yeah, I did. Well, I did have a podcast for a while um, and uh, it was more or less I would take my my own personal vlogs and uh, then I would turn them into um, into podcasts there. It was uh, tech media madness is what it was called. It's uh, technology media and the madness surrounding that. So start one for start one for CMS. You have us on and uh, we'll we'll return the favor. It's not hard. There you go. I'd yeah. be happy to. <laughs> even, even we can do it. Come on, man. If we can yeah. do it, anybody can do it. Come on. <laughs> so just kind of imparting here, Dad, for somebody who is like maybe a traditional telecom consultant, right? They sold network for a number of years or they sell equipment. They haven't started to sell into cloud yet. Like what is is just a bit of parting advice you would give to someone who, who plans to or has more recently started to make that foray into the UC cloud posted space? I would say this, pick one company, pick one manufacturer, learn everything you can about them. Make sure it's a good one, right? <laughs> I sure. mean, make sure, yeah, it's yeah. A, make sure it's a top of the Gartner quadrant, you know, yeah. um, but pick them, learn everything you can about them, and then the others will fall into place for you. But then when it comes to the actual, you know, building the business on your side, 
Um, make sure that your reps, that you, your company knows what you're doing, is on those calls with you, and then social media, uh, not in the sense of post something on Facebook and you know do a poll. What I mean is reach out to people directly on social media, say hi, be organic, like you know how you would with your friends when he posts something about you know Game of Thrones. Go to that person and say, hey, I saw that you like the Atlanta Braves. Mm-hmm. I like them too. I mean, I'm a St. Louis Cardinals fan, so of course I don't <laughs> like the Braves. But, uh, <laughs> you know, like find that connection, work with them, but let them know what you do and that you're interested in working with them if it should ever come to that. I mean, just talk to people. Well, Dan, thanks again for joining us. Um, you know, you, you are our first and our best partner so far on the uh, podcast. So thank you for that. (laughs) Um, And, uh, you know, thanks for joining us. Um, If you, anyone out there wants to reach out to the podcast, we are at TTT podcast at TBICom.com. And for Eric Hills, I am Dave Polakowski, and we will see you next time.